0: Welcome, welcome guys on the, on the, on the podcast today I have with me the legendary Kate Nola (laughs) and she's going to give us a bit of her time of her precious time from her clinic to give you some advice. Give me some advice from a successful therapist on what you should be doing, what you should not be doing and and anything. Kate, I think first thing, can you, can you tell us a bit about yourself uh, and everything?
1: Uh, so I'm a nutritional therapist, obviously, which is why I'm here. Um, so I qualified at CNM. Nicola was my lecturer. Gosh, that was been 2009, I think I qualified. No, oh, 2016. I qualified in 2009 from another college. I got nutritional therapy, so I've got two nutritional therapy diplomas. Um And I've been doing nutritional therapy in private practice ever since I qualified. Um, obviously started quite quiet, quite slowly, but it soon escalated once I realized what it is the clients need and was able to offer that to my clients. So um, obviously during lockdown, we couldn't work. It was really hard. Not only were we not allowed to see people face to face, but there just weren't people there to be seen. People had other things on their mind. So I've written my books since then. So I've done blood labs one, blood labs two, and blood labs three is coming out April this year. I think I'm gonna take a week off and write it. Um, And that's just brought out a whole new side to my nutritional therapy career. But the main thing I love doing is seeing my clients face to face for sure.
0: And of course, uh, like uh, I I was with you during uh, the, the first book, uh, the first best selling book, not just the book, the first best selling book that best-selling. you did
1: International best selling.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I think this is the first question. Tell us about your, your books. So, what are they about and everything?
1: Yeah. So, the books, Blood Labs, are about interpreting blood test results and supporting your clients. So, they're aimed at practitioners like me, like yourself. Um, and you get blood tests done by the doctor or even if you want to request blood tests for private blood testing or for the doctor to do and it's just how to interpret them what do those results mean in terms of what are the optimal ranges what's making them lower what's making them higher what can you actually do to support that client is their supplements is their diet what else should you be thinking about looking at what are the connections and it just i tried to write the books that i needed in clinic that would help me in clinic
0: i think it's like a like a very very like piece sub-diamond, which you just said, and I think this is also what I normally do when I create content—to to try and do things that would be would have been useful to me when I was a beginner, a beginner. Yeah. Because to be fair, in, in our field, there is a lot of fluff and not a lot of substance. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a problem. And by the way, obviously, you're gonna find down below the links to to Kate's books. Uh, and uh, if you are on YouTube, you're gonna find me in video description. If you are on the podcast, you're gonna find it in the podcast description. If you are on Facebook, uh, in the Facebook, Facebook description, of course. So I'm gonna link all of her, her books and everything, so you can. Uh, the link will read. be around
1: here somewhere. Like somewhere, if you just look, there'll be a link somewhere. Yes. Her like kid
0: stuff uh, is mind blowing stuff. Like I did read the, the first one. I did read the first. I did not read the second one yet. Yeah, that uh, yeah. I, I would.
1: Yeah, like would. the third one is all going to be about cardiovascular disease, which doesn't sound very exciting. And I know when I did a webinar on it recently, people were like, mm, "Okay, it's all right." But when you realise it's all about cholesterol and the environment that cholesterol lives in, then it's a little bit more exciting because it applies to everybody at that point and heart disease and things. We want to prevent that.
0: So you can, uh, in the third book, you will be able to explain to people the the different like when you take like a cholesterol test, HDL, all of that kind of stuff. So it's cool, it's gonna be cool yeah. because this, this can apply to literally everyone. And do, do we know yeah. when it's coming out? Do you know when it's coming out?
1: Um, well, I'm planning to write it in March and publish in April, but I was planning to write it over Christmas, but you know, life got in the way, so I didn't do it. But I will do it, planning to do it in March. So around the Easter school holidays, so sort of March, April time. Okay, so guys, keep,
0: uh, stay tuned because uh, it's gonna be life-changing stuff. Now, can I go back to the to, to one of the first things that you said? So when you yeah. were describing your journey, you were saying like that your your career started to explode the moment you realized what your clients um, wanted. Can you expand yeah, yeah. on that?
1: So um, I think the main thing to do is to think where your clients have been already. So some of my clients have seen doctors, specialists. They've got all kinds of hospital appointments, and they're just not getting the answers they're looking for. And if you just sit with them, what they want is someone to listen to them. Just, you don't even have to have the answers. But if you just sit with someone for an hour, that's almost therapy for them. And if they can get on paper, their timeline, sometimes they even work it out themselves. Or you sit with them and get them to talk about their food diary. They work it out themselves. So you don't necessarily have to do the work. You've just got to be there to listen to them. And then ask them, well, you know, if they go, oh gosh, I eat so much sugar. It's like, well, why do you eat so much sugar? You know, do you crave it? Is it a comfort food? You know, why are you doing that? And that's, in my mind, that's a lot of what people need. It's just someone to listen and to kind of prompt them to make them think for themselves, why do they need that help? Uh, and then obviously once I learned how to interpret blood results, that was a massive thing. So interpreting blood results and helping them so they've had the tests done with their doctor, doctor says everything's fine. And then you interpret those results for them. And it's when they get those results back from the doctor and, you know, you're looking at them and you kind of go, but not everything's fine. There's lots of things that are not quite right here, but because only a couple of things were in the red, the doctor said they're fine. So there's always more to it than everything's fine or everything's normal.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and sometimes you really get very weird uh, answers from doctor. Like I had a patient, the other, a client the other day, and she didn't have a period for two years. And the doctor was like, oh, everything is fine. Like, not really? the doc, the basic doctor, the endocrinologist, everything is fine. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really shocking. Like, really
0: uh, it's really, obviously, not, not everyone is like that, but uh, there is like a big of a problem. Uh, yeah. And they don't and even investigate
1: just... it any further. They're just like, oh, it's fine. If it doesn't come back in six months, come and see us again. It's like, well, you know, am I ovulating? Is there a hormone imbalance? Let's, you know, at least look at the problem.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, and you see this is the reason why like I'm doing all of these content for food because a lot of the new therapists they are so thorough they have so much passion so much like drive and you're very lucky to get these kind of people because let's go let's go back for a second to what you just said someone that sits there and listens to the client and this mm-hmm. is very valuable and obviously someone, who has the passion and still the fire inside because they've just started, they're gonna be perfect with that to, 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 to listen. They may not have the same yeah. skill of someone who has been doing it for 20 years, but you can still research. Like uh, it's something that you can absolutely do, but being there for them. And and this is something I, I'm all, I, you've always done even at the time of the clinic. And this is one of, of the f- more important things for me as a therapist, it's like when you're willing to really jump into the fire for your client, because then mm-hmm. people really feel like they never feel alone. Yeah,
1: like, yeah exactly. You with them.
0: Yeah. And and, and uh, to bring some some uh, uh, testimony to to, to Kate uh, on this scenario right here, it was a time where we were we were writing books together, and uh, and uh, I was working I don't know the whole day with Red Bull and uh, and writing, mm-hmm. and I had a migraine. And Kate stayed with me on the phone for like, I don't know, three and a half hours during the migrant, remember, like I was so unwell.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I got on with the housework while you were like really poorly. But like, I like clients, it. I mean, they don't need three and a half hours on the phone, but they need someone they can just message. So all of my clients get my WhatsApp number. And then if they need me at any time, it's free for them to WhatsApp me. Just a little question like, can I have this? Can I do that? Can I try this? This has happened. What does this mean? They need that little bit of reassurance and that's what they're paying for is that reassurance um i just had a lady on the phone this morning she wants to get some allergy testing done for her daughter so she's done it through the nhs and they've not given her any answers and i said but it's not about getting more tests done it's about understanding the tests you've had done and then working around that um and then i was just saying you know when you pay your fee to me it's not just the one appointment you get eight weeks of support and that just sold it to her she was like that's what i need i need someone to answer my questions for eight weeks So yeah, it's not just about the one appointment.
0: Do you normally sell packages? Tell us about Um, that.
1: Yeah, I don't really, to be quite honest. I do an initial appointment with eight weeks of support, then they get a free follow up at the end. So I guess that's a package in itself. But I don't do a package where every client gets a six week package. We do this on week one, that on week two, that on week three. I'm a bit old school. I still do it the way we did it sort of 15 years ago. but it works for me. It works for me. I'm busy. My clients like it because they don't have to commit to seeing me every week. They just commit to speaking to me as and when they need me. Um some don't come for their follow-up at the end, and that's fine because I know I've been talking to them and they're quite happy to just go off and others do have their follow-up. So it really just depends from client to client what they need.
0: so you they the book review uh, for the consultation, we will say and uh, and they receive the eight week support. Do we yeah. see you again at the end?
1: Or some do and some don't okay. yeah some i might see once and then you know the appointment is there if they want it at the end of eight weeks and they don't always want it and they go off they're quite happy with what they're doing they feel confident they're ready they've had enough support during the eight weeks to just go off and carry on but um, then i might see them six years later and it's nice it's you know it's nice that they come back to me um, but in the meantime in those six years i've seen their mom i've seen their sister i've seen the guy they talk to at the coffee machine i've met the the guy that works at the pub where they drink at the weekend i've seen all their friends and family because they've just talked about me in front of other people and other people have come to see me so it's that word of mouth as well so when you're there for your clients when you help them when you reassure them you're going to talk about you and that's what you really want is to get your name out there
0: yeah <clears throat> can we expand on this because i think this is a thing that a, a lot of uh young new, not not necessarily young, because uh, younger we're not younger anymore, but at least me, but uh, can we expand on this? So you see this person here, Mm -hmm. and most cases you you solve the problem in the first eight weeks. Would that that be accurate in most cases?
1: Um, Oh, we at least make a dent on it, yeah. Some people I'll see for more appointments if they've got bigger problems, but for most people, let's say they've got bloating, then we can put steps in place to alleviate their bloating, whether we change their diet, change their supplements, whatever we do, we alleviate their bloating. Okay. Yeah. So
0: in this period here, they they, they get better and yeah. uh, and they, they receive, uh, they re- if, let me see if I can understand your, form, your magic formula. They receive all of the support. So now they can talk to you, they can open up, they, they see this as a sort of like therapy when, when they talk to you and they have this level of support when they need you. So they're nev- they never feel like being left alone because you're there yeah. for them they can text you and everything that causes reassurance is everything mm-hmm. good so far okay. and in most cases uh, or in some cases uh, they don't even need the final follow-up because they have solved most of the problem uh, before but if they yeah. want they can
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um and further to that so let's say they come in and i think oh actually i need to check your thyroid whether we do a private blood test or i send them to their gp to get a blood test i interpret those blood tests on a support call the support calls are free as well my theory is that i charge enough for that initial appointment that it covers all the support So some clients i'll see once and i may never speak to them again what i've done on day one resolves it and they're off, they're happy for some clients i speak to them every week and they need that level of support but the money i charge for that initial appointment it covers whatever level of support they need if i think they need more support than once a week or you know a couple of messages a week then i'll just tell them they need to book another appointment because i can't be there all the time for them but they can come in and have another hour with me and that's no problem
0: okay okay that's very very interesting and tell me about the word of mouth so you help these people here and and what happens mm-hmm. after so you help them and um,
1: what happens? So, if you make someone feel better. Or make someone feel more confident in themselves, whether you've helped them with their skin or their digestion or their energy. And people notice that. I mean, during lockdown, it was really noticeable that when I reopened my clinic, I'd see people. And I didn't really see any like word of mouth referrals for a long time. And it's only once works reopened, but offices were reopening and people were coming back into the office. I really started to see the word of mouth referrals because people were talking to their office mates. And, you know, oh, why is your skin so nice? What have you been doing? Oh, I met Kate. And then she did this. and like, Oh, I'll go and see Kate. And it was that kind of conversation. Uh, so literally just make someone feel confident. In themselves, and reassured, and it. Can't, I think it just shows in their body when they feel that bit more confident, and then people will ask them what happened, what's changed.
0: So, uh, can we say this is the, the is this the main way that people come to see you? So you help one, and that creates like a ripple effect of other people yeah. around them.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's my main one. My website is good too. So I've done a lot of work on the SEO of my website. Obviously, I've had it fifteen years. I've done a lot of work on it. Um, but yeah, word of mouth, I'd say, is probably well over seventy percent of my work.
0: Okay, okay, and uh, and uh, can you give us an idea, like uh, on an average week, how many people do you do you see?
1: So before lockdown, I was doing twenty one new clients a week, every week, and trying to do the support for twenty one clients, and I didn't sleep. I woke up at four a.m. every day. I was a stressed out wreck. After lockdown, I put my prices up and I brought that right down to 15 appointments maximum. After the second lockdown, I put my price up a little bit more and I brought it right down to 10 appointments maximum. And now I see between six and 10 appointments a week because my prices are at a point now where I don't need to see any more. And people that I'm seeing need that level of support where I can't see many more clients than that.
0: Okay, okay. And between uh, 21 appointment uh, uh, a week and uh, and now, like in percentage, how much has your price risen?
1: Uh about 50%. Okay. So it went from it was like 90 pounds before lockdown. And then now it's 155 for a basic appointment. If there's bloods involved, it's 250. Okay. Okay. So I do like a basic blood panel that I take the blood for, and then it's all included in the price.
0: Oh uh yeah, you're also phlebotomist now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So tell us what what happens. So you take the blood, but then you send it to a lab. Is that the way it works?
1: Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm trained in finger prick or in venous blood draw. And I'm actually trying to set up a school to train other nutritional therapists. We're just trying to get around the CQC Care Quality Commission because they want all phlebotomists to be registered now, not just medical phlebotomists. So we're trying to get around the paperwork for that. Uh, But once that's all sorted, and I know exactly how to train my students on how to get CQC registered, as well as learn how to find veins and get blood. I'll be setting up a school that will just teach people how to take blood and get registered. Um, but yeah, like when I um, take the blood from a client, so my client comes in and, you know, I give them the choice. Do you want a finger prick? Do you want a venous blood draw? And then whatever they choose, I take their consent. I take their blood and then I send it away to the lab. When the results come back, it's, um it's probably about a week for the results to come back, maybe less, maybe more, but I normally get to the results after about a week. I send them, uh, send the client an email, to say, I've got your results, let's have a phone call. And then we have a quick chat on the phone just to go through those results in context. And it's the context that's really important. And then, uh, yeah, we'll put a bit more of the plan together if we need to, or if it just supports the hypothesis that I had in the first place, we just carry on with the theory that we had.
0: Interesting. So does it mean that basically you can to decide what kind of test you want to have without uh, having the need to, to to go to the doctor fight with the doctor uh, this is not covered yeah,
1: the I'm, I'm not their doctor um so i have to be really clear with my clients i'm not their doctor i'm just here we use blood tests to look at nutritional interventions not to diagnose so i'll take the blood if anything red flag comes up let's say really high cholesterol or really high blood sugars anything like that Then it's a letter to the GP, please, will you retest these? I'm not here to diagnose diabetes or diagnose hypercholesterolemia or anything like that. I'm just here to monitor my changes. Are my changes working? Are they making things worse? Um, Or just guide me on where I should be changing things. And then it's down to my clients to go and see their GP if there's a problem. Um, And for the most part, I try and encourage my clients to see their GP. I want to work with their GP, not against them. But Mm. I have found that harder since lockdown to get doctors on board with doing... A spectrum of testing just to get an appointment people are just struggling to get appointments let alone get the yeah. testing done so it's been yeah. quite tricky
0: yeah yeah i had the same experience like after lockdown i was never able to see like a live my doctor live like it was always like phone appointments, which is not the same thing very difficult very very difficult yeah 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 okay kate and and uh, give us an idea how many hours do, do you work in a week as a as like All considering?
1: Including lecturing to other nutritional therapists. I do a lot of webinars and things. Uh, uh, uh. So I do four hours on a Monday, four hours on a Tuesday seeing clients. And sometimes I'll do four hours on a Wednesday as well, seeing clients. So that's 12 hours a week, seeing clients. And then um, educating and writing and things like that, probably another sort of 10 hours a week. And then my Fridays are research. So if I've had a client on a Tuesday with a really complicated issue. I'll probably do that on a Friday. I'll just research that issue on a Friday and I try and get all their phone calls in. So if people want to book a free call with me, it's all put onto one day. So literally all I do on that day is just make phone calls. And it's nice because I'm not trying to jump between things. I'm just on the phone all day, which sounds awful, but it's nice. I like it because I know that that's all the phone calls done for the week then that I can get on with my clients again on Monday. I don't work at weekends. I used to. I used to do um, 10 clients on a Saturday. When I was coming off maternity leave, I just used to do ten clients on a Saturday. Wow. I haven't done that for a long time. Wouldn't work Saturdays anymore. Clients like it, but I find it really hard.
0: I understand. So basically, you do like grind around the twelve hours for clients, about ten yeah. for 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 your for your like students basically, yeah. and, and then you do Friday is friday the whole day or is it like uh
1: yeah so school hours nine till three i'd be doing phone calls test interpretation research that kind of thing
0: okay so it's very sustainable
1: yeah yeah i think so i've got it down into a nice easy kind of schedule now but before lockdown it was horrendous i'd literally Monday, dash into work on the train. If my train was late, I was late for my client. It was awful. So I'd do four clients back to back. The client was late. That made my whole clinic late. Then I'd get the last train out of clinic that I could get to get to the school run to pick my kids up. Um, and I'd do that Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday I had tap dancing lessons. And as soon as my tap dancing lesson was finished, straight on the train into London, do another two clients. I was squeezing clients in everywhere. I would do Saturday lunch times, all kinds of things. Um, and not gonna lie like the money was good uh i'm definitely making a little bit less money now not a huge amount less i'm making me enough to pay my taxes and everything um but it's not a, i wouldn't say it's a substantial difference um and i'm enjoying life a lot more now so yeah i think i've found the balance
0: mm-hmm. yeah i would say so and uh, you you're a mom right two two mm-hmm. children correct so it is possible to to be a successful therapist while being yeah, a parent yeah. and also having like a balanced life.
1: Yeah, this is a problem a of-
0: yeah, that's a huge problem that a lot of people, I have, I don't know, around 150 therapists in my, in my groups in my marketing and, uh, mm-hmm. and technical training. And I would say probably 80% of moms and uh, the, the, the issue of time often comes out, but it is possible, yeah. would you agree? Yeah, to- yeah
1: time it really can feel like you know you can't work full time because you've got kids but you don't need to work full time you need to work out you know what are the hours where you're actually free so you've done the school run and then you're free from let's say 10 till 2 most people are free 10 till 2 without the school run um you can see two or three clients in that time work out your time breaks in between so that you've got time to get your paperwork ready for the next client so you're not all chaotic and then just once the kids are in bed in the evening you can do all your research then if you have to if that works better um, I just prefer. Not, I can't sleep if I work too late at night.
0: I can't sleep, so I can't do that. Amen. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same problem I have. Okay, so I think uh, I think uh, that was really really useful material, Kate, uh, for everyone, and okay. I think uh, a lot of people will be very very inspired. So, if you want to get in touch with Kate, I'm gonna put like the links uh, down below when Kate sends everything to me, and uh, I'm gonna put the links to her blog lab one and two, soon to be free, and to be oh, free. I nice. think it's better if we put the link to your uh, offer profile. So whenever something new comes out, uh, they can just click it and get it right away. Mm-hmm. Rather than the single book, I think it's probably easier. And uh, Kate, thank you so much for being with, with us. I think this is going to be like a very, uh, very clicked interview. It contains a lot of really, really good material. So thank you, Kate. Always okay, like. no Thank
1: you for having me. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.